morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. You're a little dressed up today. Do you know that I almost wrote down, Brandon is going to think I'm dressed up today? Because you, typically I always wear what? Um, little comic t-shirts. A comic t-shirt, jeans, and bands. And today I have on like... I guess it is dressy compared to what I normally wear. Yeah, it's like, do you have a date after this or something? Maybe I do. Let me see what your pants look like. Well, they're just jeans, but I do have on. Oh, they're pleather, though. They are not pleather. (laughs) You're a little dressed up. I'm a little more dressed up, too. I don't know. That's weird. Maybe we should take pictures today, Brandon. Maybe we should. I'm wearing my black V-neck. You know when when Brandon is dressed up when he has on a V-neck? And his necklace. Yeah, because, well, typically if I wear a t-shirt, there's no sense in me wearing just a necklace because nobody would see it. Right. And that's just a dressier t-shirt. So the necklace goes with it. Yeah, thanks. I tried to. You look very nice. Well, that was my deal. I was like, okay, I can't wear the same thing every day because I got into this routine. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the people that I work with, Elite Men's Health, they give me shirts. They give me shirts every time I go there. Uh Uh, So basically that's my wardrobe. Most people think you work there. I know that. <laughs> they think I leave here and go to work there. Uh, so today I'm a little more dressed up. Maybe I'll, uh, I don't know, we'll post videos too. We'll really, we'll really go wild today. Right. I did have this thought today and I tried yesterday and you know that because I was trying to post on Instagram reels mm-hmm. and I struggled with that and couldn't figure it out. Then I realized what I was trying to post wasn't even a reel. I didn't even know what Instagram reels were. I elected not to tell my kids about uh, our Instagram problems because I knew that they'd be like, y'all are old. So yeah, I was go, like, I'm not telling them. I had to go Google it. Mm-hmm. And then I realized I was doing the wrong thing. So then I tried to log in to TikTok and I thought, well, I'll just start TikToking today. I'll yeah, start talking. TikTok is so much easier than Instagram. I couldn't even get into it. It's like, I don't even know. <laughs> and it wouldn't send me a password. You know how you can uh-huh. reset your password. I have no idea what I'm doing. Yeah. So maybe we'll work on that today too, because I've seen so many people you know, TikTok has gone from the deal where it's just about music and like mimicking things and voicing things to just kind of random. Yes, it is. So, but I have, and I'm pretty good at random. I just can't get into it. Yeah. So maybe I'll work on that. Uh, today is Thursday, April the 8th. It is National Zoo Lovers Day. Oh. Which today, based on the forecast, would be a beautiful day to head off to the zoo. Like literally in the northern part of the state, Northeast Arkansas, 68 today. Central Arkansas, Southeast Arkansas, like 74. A little bit of a breeze. Yeah, so it's going to be really nice over uh, across Arkansas as we go throughout the day today. But I think back to the first time we ever took Kai to the zoo. Mm -hmm. Um, And for whatever reason, we decided to go to the Memphis Zoo, and we took like a big family trip where Mima and Papu were going to go with us. And uh, I don't know who had the idea of going on the opening day of the zoo. Oh, that's always fun. (laughs) That was so dumb. And how old was he? Uh, He was probably like three or four. Yeah. You know how we rush our kids into things, Uh even though they're not ready for them, we just try to make them ready for stuff because we want to be able to say we were great parents. Right. So we pull up to the Memphis Zoo and we realize that you can't park next to the zoo. You had to park in the neighborhood around the zoo. And we were like seven or eight blocks from the zoo. Did you have a stroller? Yeah. Okay, that's good. And and it was a carrying thing. You know how you have those carriers Mm -hmm. that are like 7,000 pounds? Mm Mm-hmm. And for some reason, the women are stronger than the guys when it comes to those carriers. It's true. Because I don't know how that worked. Because Leslie could carry that thing for days. Uh I couldn't carry it for five minutes. Right. Uh, But we had to walk all the way to the zoo. And of course, it's a scorcher outside. Mm -hmm. It's just a miserable experience. And it doesn't have like a black top. Like you're walking on like black asphalt, like around the zoo. So it's like it's scorching even more. Yeah. It was so hot. We, me and Kai got into the fountain. 
Like literally, I'm an adult. Excuse me, sir. It's yeah. not allowed. Yeah, in cargos and uh, probably an Abercrombie sleeveless shirt at that uh-huh. point. And I'm in the, the fountain at the zoo. What's your favorite animal at the zoo, though? A hundred percent, it'll have to be the monkeys because typically when you go see the monkeys, they're going to do something funny. Yeah, they're kind of gross, though. So. Yeah, we, I love it. We literally had a monkey at the Nashville Zoo who um, did the gimmick. Where He threw stuff at you? Mm-hmm. That's the greatest. I, I think it's hilarious because if I was a monkey in a cage, that's exactly what I'd be doing. But he wasn't actually all the way in the cage. He was kind of out in the open, but far enough back. <laughs> And we saw, we thought he was sitting on a branch, and we realized that was not a branch that was coming out of the monkey. And Kelly, I'll never forget it, because he reached back and he grabbed it. And right in front of Kai, he sniffed it and then threw it at us. Well, it's good enough to throw. (laughs) It was disgusting. At that point, I was kind of like, you know what? I'm not sure if the monkeys are my favorites. That's why they're my favorite. I'm more of a let's go see the lions and the tigers type of person. Yeah. And I love seeing the majestic creatures, but it seems like sometimes they're like, we're not coming out today. I'm going to stay right in here where it's cold. Yeah. But does anybody go and like, oh, I can't wait to see the penguins. I'm is sure. there is there a penguin fan out there? I'm sure there there is. I can't wait to get to the zoo to see the flamingo. I'm like, no. Yeah. I don't really care about the whole bird section. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But there is that one. What is the big thing underwater? Is that a hippo? The big giant hippo that swims underwater? Yeah. And that sucker is massive. Mm-hmm. And he'll swim right by the glass. Yeah. And he'll be like, dude, look at his nostrils. They're massive. Huge. Yeah. So anyway, we can celebrate the zoo today as well. National Zoo Lovers Day. What's a movie with Matt Damon uh, where they get the zoo? Zookeeper. Is that what it Something is? Like it's a pretty good movie. It is good. So we might watch that tonight. Thanks for getting up and starting your morning with us. Let's throw one back on this day in country music with Brandon Baxter in the morning. So the year was 2001 and Jessica Andrews had the number one song in country music on this day. I am Rosemary's granddaughter who's sitting in the hand of my father. And when the day is done, my mama's still my biggest fan. Ago, the number one song in country music. So when I make a big mistake, when I fall flat on my face, oh yeah, I know I'll be alright. Should my tender heart be broken, I will cry those teardrops, knowing I will be just fine. Cause nothing changes. Tell us who you are. I am Rosemary's granddaughter, the spinning in the hand of my father. And when the day is done, my mama's still my biggest fan. Sometimes I'm fluent and I'm clumsy, but I got friends that love me, and they know just where I stand. It's all a part of Arkansas, Cross County. Yes, Andrews. That's what I heard. I'm a saint and I'm a sinner. I'm a loser. I'm a winner. I am still. 
Jessica Andrews. Jessica Andrews, Who I Am. It was number one on this day in 2001. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, good morning. Happy Thursday. We appreciate you getting up and getting your day started with us. In the northern part of the state, northeast Arkansas, partly sunny, 68 today. Central Arkansas, southeast Arkansas, you're looking at sunshine in 74. Enjoy the day today. The rain brings beautiful weather for today. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry, well... She's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas. Brandon Baxter in the mornings. Gotcha gossip. Gotcha gossip on Taylor Swift. So Taylor dropped a previously unreleased track yesterday called Mr. Perfectly Fine. So it's from 2008 when she was recording music for her Fearless album. And fans are freaking out today because it's totally about Joe Jonas. So back in 2008, Taylor went on Ellen and accused Joe of breaking up with her over the phone in 25 seconds. But since then, they have made up. I mean, that was a long time ago. I would hope they'd make up by then. But again, the song is called Mr. Perfectly Fine. Here's Taylor Swift. Mr. Perfect Face, Mr. Here to Stay. That's kind of brutal, right there. Yeah, so Joe Jonas is married to Sophie Turner. So how did Sophie react to Taylor opening this whole relationship thing? Mm-hmm. She took Taylor's side. This is the best thing I've heard. What? Listen to this. Sophie posted the song on her Instagram story and said, quote, it's not, not a bop. And then Taylor returned to love saying, quote, forever bending the knee for the queen of the north, which is a nod to Sophie's Game of Thrones character. How cool is that? So That's like set one person on Twitter summed it up perfectly. Sophie Turner is a Swifty first and a Joe Jonas wife second. Oh, you can't say I that. I love it. You can't say that. <laughs> so anyway. I wonder why she didn't put that one out in 2008. I don't know. Because that's catchy. It is that's catchy. That's real catchy. So, got your gossip on Khloe Kardashian. She is all over the social media world today and the gossip. Because uh, evidently there was a photo that was posted of her a number of days ago. And it's her in a bathing suit, in a bikini. And like I saw the original, I thought she looked great. Right, me too. Um, But evidently she didn't like the way she looked. So she sent her team after people who posted it and wanted the photo taken down. 
Uh, and then she got heat for that because people started saying, hey, my website is trying to take down uh, this photo of Khloe Kardashian where they thought she looked okay. So she takes to her Instagram. And if you haven't seen this yet, it's uh, pretty striking because she goes and shows a live photo of what her body looks like. She's defending what her body looks like. And if you see in the photos, she's tiny. Yeah, she is. Uh, she also goes into this really long post. And I'll kind of give you some highlights of it. She basically says this is her body unretouched and unfiltered. And she said that she wanted to go live so people could see that. She says she constantly has felt the pressure because she was always described as the fat sister, the ugly sister. Uh, her dad couldn't be her real dad because she looked different than the other girls. People criticize her weight. She says she goes, she could go on and on about how mean people have been to her uh, because she's a person that might have grown up in a little bit of privilege and people feel the need to attack her. Mm. She goes on to say she's not perfect, but she tries every day to live her life as honestly as possible with empathy and kindness for other people. And she says for over a decade, people have really picked at every single flaw of hers. They have. And uh, she wants to kind of come back and say, hey, this really is me. Yes, every once in a while she likes to use a good filter or some good lighting, but who doesn't like mm-hmm. that? Like we have a ring light in the studio. Yeah. She said the same way the girls go and get their nails done or their hair done, they want to present themselves in a pretty way and the way that they feel pretty. She goes on to say that the constant pressure isn't normal, even though she's trying very hard just to do what makes her heart happy. So it is kind of an interesting story that she was trying to have the photo taken down, but also you can see her perspective too, like, Man, she really has been the yeah. one who's been attacked mm-hmm. probably the most. Anyway, all of that is up if you check out Chloe Kardashian on Instagram. Gotcha gossip on Shaquille O'Neal. So Shaq was in the Atlanta area and he was at a Zales jewelry store and he was looking to get some new earrings. And he saw a guy who was asking how much he still had to pay on an engagement ring that he had put on layaway for his girlfriend. Well, Shaq walks up to him and offers to pay for it. And at first the guy didn't want to accept it, but then they talked about it and eventually he agreed. So supposedly Shaq didn't intend on the story getting out. He just wanted to make someone smile is what he said. But someone was filming him in the store and they put it up on social media and of course it's gone viral. So during the NBA after show talk, Shaq addressed it and, and he said basically, hey, I saw this guy. He was just so shy. He was saying, hey, how much do I have to pay to, to pay this ring off. He said he was young. He's a hardworking guy. And I said, you know what? Tell your girlfriend I got it. Take care of her. Wow. So he told the man not to worry that he does it all the time. Uh, and he said he and his mom were recently furniture shopping. He offered to pay for a mom who had an autistic daughter for their furniture. He said, hey, I'm just into making people happy. So whenever I leave the house, I just try to do a good deed. That's crazy. I know. Crazy awesome right there. Can you imagine? No. Dude is working probably paycheck to paycheck and making payments on the ring. Because you have to spend so much money on these rings these days. Right. And Shaq walks in and, hey, I'm going to pay for your ring. Man, talk about perfect timing <laughs> for that guy. And Haley Bieber's talking about how uh, she was kind of bothered by a fan encounter where the fan went to TikTok and said, hey, Haley Bieber isn't real nice. And Haley goes on to say that she really is trying to be better, that, uh, you know, sometimes people don't know what's going on behind your eyes and in your mind. And she said she's gone through phases in her life where she was really sad and really depressed. And she hates the idea that maybe somebody uh, thought that she was taking her feelings out on her by not being all that friendly. Hmm. So she's going out of her way to be nicer to people when she meets them. So that's up on Haley Bieber's new channel on YouTube if you want to check that out. And of course, every morning here on Brandon Baxter in the morning, we got you gossip. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Kind of a big day for me as I go in today and get my second dose, the second round of the COVID vaccine. Uh, So... 
I'm excited about that because so many people are ready to get back to normal. Yes. Much like uh, me and my wife. Mm-hmm. And we just want to have some sense of normalcy. And you're starting to see concert announcements mm-hmm. and you know, sporting events are opening up. And man, if we can be better protected, I mean, why not? Yeah. Like most people are like, hey, you know, I want to be able to go. out. Yes. I want to be able to go and do things. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to hug my family. And if this is the way that we're going to get closer to doing that. And all I have to do is go and get a real quick shot. Sign me up. What the heck? Yeah. Now, the, my thought, though, is what if I don't feel great tomorrow? Then that means I'm going to have to hear about it. No, that means you'll be the only one in here. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> no, but like legit, sometimes you see that if you're going to have any type of, uh, you know, small type of side effect, it could be the after the second shot, typically. Of course, my wife got it after the first one. So there's a good chance I won't see her for at least a week. Uh -uh. what you know what what's gonna happen let me tell you what's gonna happen here's my prediction uh she's gonna do great she's gonna get hers she's gonna be up she is going to be spinning tomorrow Mm -hmm. and tomorrow you're gonna come in automatically you're gonna be like you know i know that i was making fun of my wife but man i don't i don't feel right today that's what's going to happen. Here's the deal, though, because we've asked about this. I wanted to know before I got the vaccine. And the whole deal is that uh, your body is trying to build up the antibodies to fight off COVID. So it it begins some type of a fight reaction. And that's kind of why sometimes you don't feel so great after one of the injections. So I'll try to tough it out, though, because like the first one, I felt nothing. Like I felt amazing. Yeah, Everything was good for me on the first one, too. Yeah. And Leslie, of course, was wiped out. She was bedridden for like three or four days. I said, Leslie, all of the the documentation, all of the research I've read says that if you do have any type of reaction, it's typically 24 hours, not four days. This must be something else. She never likes to hear (laughs) stuff like that. I get it. Sometimes, you know, I'm very much like my good friend Lizzo. Are you? Yeah, because sometimes, uh-huh. you know, the, the, the truth. Mm-mm. Don't do it. The truth just hurts. Don't do it. Why are men uh-uh. great till they gotta be great? What? Don't text me and tell us The only reason face. you're doing Best this me down is because she's asleep. No, it's not. I tell it to her. Of course, she wouldn't be very happy about it. <laughs> but my vision today is for me to go and get this vaccine. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden tonight, I feel like a new man. I'll be here tomorrow. If not, <laughs> Kelly's got the show all by herself. Oh. <laughs> Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, there's good news if you're a fan of fashion from the early 2000s because evidently it's making a comeback. <laughs> so this can give you multiple different feelings today. Number one, you might think, oh my goodness, how old am I? I'm old enough that I see fashions come back. Right. <laughs> and we've seen that a couple of different yeah. times. So they're saying, here's what's making a big trendy comeback right now. So you can tell me, Kelly, if you feel like you want to try to go back to the early 2000s. Okay. They're saying a lot of people are going back to the low-rise cargo <laughs> pants. Oh, no, thank you. No low-rise? Uh, unless you want to see uh No, no low-rise. Like, you know, like we'll all talk about our muffin tops. Yeah. Like, you know, like... After you have a baby and it's been a few years and you get up there in age, you do not want to go back to the low-rise jeans. Chloe Kardashian's fine with it. Well, you know what? You go, Chloe. 
<laughs> you go. So low rise. They're saying the cargo pants are coming back. They're also saying halter tops are coming back. I know you and my husband are excited about cargo pants. Dude. Well, these are probably more so for the girls. Well. Which it, well, you're right. <laughs> and they're saying baby tees, like little small t-shirts are coming back too. Oh, yeah. I wear those all the time still. So, uh, yeah, most of mine look like baby tees as well, but it's because I fluctuate. I never know what right. size I'm going to be when I wake up in the morning. Yeah, totally. So it gives me visions of the early 2000s fashion, and it gives me visions of, I don't know, Brittany. Is that who you see? When I think of low-rise jeans, that's my girl. Or maybe you think of Christina Aguilera. Eh, not that Christina. Maybe I know what it is. Yep. That's the one. <laughs> My dirty Christine. <laughs> Gonna get Or, so it's like Brittany, it's Christina, mm-hmm. it's Jessica Simpson. This is my era. <laughs> wonder you are smiling so big. If this is my era, does that mean it hasn't been my era for the last 21 years? <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is bad news. <laughs> no, so like what would be the guy's fashion from the early 2000s? Like frosted tips? Me- sure. Denim on denim? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, those are good looks. You should research some of that. I- I'm going to tip my, my, I'm going to frost my tips. You should. You might have to grow those tips out first. Yeah, those tips won't grow anymore, so we won't even get into that. I did look up hair transplants the other oh, day. Oh, no. I was thinking about that. Hmm. What? Would that be a good cosmetic surgery for me? I'm, it's, it's good for some, but I think for you, you should stay away from it. What if I showed up on Monday with a full head of hair? <laughs> no, not a good look. What? I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy. A 34-year-old woman named Shantaria went into a car dealership in Winter Haven, Florida and asked to test drive a 2021 Chevy Equinox. Well, the dealership has a policy during COVID where people take test drives solo without an employee in the car. So Shantaria took the car and about two hours later, it was clear that she was not coming back. Here's the thing. Shantaria didn't realize that the car she had chosen had OnStar, which made it incredibly easy for the cops to track it down. So if it would have been, I don't know, a 1995 Dodge Neon, she might have gotten away with it, but she had to go for something more modern. They quickly found Shantaria and the stolen car, and she was arrested for grand theft. Speaking of taking a car for a test drive, my boss bought a new car yesterday. It's a, it's an incredibly expensive, top-of-the-line BMW, and I said to him as I walked past on my way to work, lovely car, boss. Things must be going well. And he said, thanks, and yes, things are good, but you know, if you work hard and keep your head down, by this time next year, I can have another one. Oh, <laughs> wow, that's bad. And there's even more proof oh. that people are crazy. Brandon Baxter in the morning. You know, as kids, we used to always blame friends for things that went wrong. <laughs> no, Mom, it was so-and-so's fault. Like, for me, it was always Joe's fault. No, it was Joe's fault. Oh, Joe did it. Yeah, your imaginary friend. Or Joe told me to do it. Or it was Joe's idea, mm-hmm. right? So that makes a lot of sense when you're young. I'm not sure if blaming other people makes as much sense when you get older, but Kelly is trying it today. And not a, she's not blaming her husband. She's not blaming our boss. On her day. No, she is blaming her 18-year-old son. 
And it is his fault. Let me tell you why. So a lot of times, a lot of you I know, because we've talked about it, you kind of wind down your night by watching a television show. Especially for me, I love watching like a 20 to 30 minute show, something that's funny, that I can laugh about, you know, forget about my day, laugh, and then just fall asleep. Well, my son last night had the brilliant idea to, uh, he loves Forensic Files. Oh. And on Netflix, they have Forensic Files with no commercials, and then you can basically go from episode to episode in 20 minutes. So you know about the murder, who did it, blah. Blah, 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 in 20 minutes. So you found out all these stories and whatever. So he decided last night uh, about maybe 7.30, we were going to start watching Forensic Files. And we just kept watching one episode after another episode. And it hooks you. But there's also like a kind of a scariness to it because it has like that, I don't know, that weird music. And of course, there's a man on there that has that deep voice that's like, and then she stuffed her into a trash can or, or whatever, mm-hmm. right? So as I'm going to sleep last night, all I can think about is Forensic Files. Oh. It yeah, just show prepares you. It's weird because my father-in-law uh-huh. loves this type of yeah. stuff. And we'll sit there when he comes to visit and stay at our house. He'll watch this yeah. nonstop. And we're like, no, Kai's in the room. It's not a good time to be watching this. Right. And even though my son is 18 and feels as if he is an adult, even though he's just a junior in high school, mm-hmm. um, he felt as if he would be fine going to sleep. Oh. Right? Well, it took me a little while to go to sleep, but I woke up in the middle of the night really thinking, because I had had him, I had him take our trash can out because our trash is coming today. I was like, hey, take the trash out. And there was an episode where this man found this woman discombobulated in a trash can. Discombobulated? Yeah, that's the what only word. What does that even mean? That's the only word I could think of. It was, was not... Was she decapitated? It was not good for this woman. Yeah. All right? And so I kept dreaming. I had this dream that there was someone discombobulated in my trash can. But here's the thing. I got up this morning at the tender young time, young time we get up, mm-hmm. and uh, guess where my son was? In the bed with you. Nope. <laughs> that, that would have made a really good story. <laughs> Where was he? He was down on the couch. Didn't go upstairs to his room last night. Oh, dude, I'd have gone upstairs and hidden because he's closer to the front door if he's downstairs. Right. So so he's scared going to sleep <laughs> thinking that some forensic file guy is going to come in there and do something to him. But right, right before he went to sleep last night, he's like, maybe, maybe we should watch an episode of The Office. And I was like, yeah, you think? Yeah. Now you're worried about it. There's no way I watch stuff like that before bed. That's why I watch comedies, too. Yeah, you. I watch, I want to watch comedies, and if I watch something scary, it's going to be in the daylight. Yeah. Where I have plenty of time to watch something funny before I go to sleep. And I didn't do that last night, and it's my son's fault. That is bad. I won't watch stuff. I don't really enjoy stuff like that because I, my mind starts going crazy, and then I hear everything. Every little sound of the wind blowing a tree limb. I'm like, oh my gosh, somebody is outside of the window. Yeah, yeah. So if you see Kurt today mm. at school, tell him that his mom did not get a good night's sleep because of forensic files. Yeah, blame him. Oh, I will. That's a bad deal, though. It's, I, yeah, totally. 100% get it. No scary shows before bed. Kai's telling me that when he goes over to his Mima's house, uh-huh. he's been watching live PD. What? I'm like, Kai, I don't know if that's good for you to watch. He said, but dad, it shows me why I don't want to be a bad guy. Oh, there you go. Okay. Like what happens to the bad guys? Right. It also shows on forensic files why you should be scared of your friends and your spouse. I know. 100%. <laughs> Brandon Baxter in the morning. And Kelly Perry, I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it.
Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Oh, happy yeah. birthday to you. Ah, happy birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday. Hey. Happy birthday to you. What? Well, well, well. Time for birthdays for today, Thursday, April the 8th of 2021. Local birthdays, local celebrities. Here we go. Happy birthday goes out to Mark South of Wynn, who celebrates today. Jesslyn Brown, happy birthday. Deborah Burton of Stuttgart is celebrating. Harlow Selby of Jonesboro turns two. Aaron Linder, happy birthday. Gracie Osborne from Biggers is turning 10. Ronald Sibley has a birthday today. Crystal Fluker of Jonesboro. Tanya Mercer is celebrating. Sherry Walls of Jonesboro. Catherine Miller, happy birthday. Clint Bowen. Of Jacksonport turns 26, and Carrie Jernigan of Stuttgart celebrates today as well. And if you have a birthday today, we say this. We say happy birthday to all y'all, and you celebrate with these celebrities. Sky Jackson is 19, of course. That's the Disney Channel kid who plays Zuri Ross on Jesse and its spinoff, Bunt. Yeah, Kai's a big fan mm-hmm. of Sky. So, Zuri Ross from Jesse Celebrates today. Literally, I'll play a game with Kai. Like, hey, Kai, who's prettier? Nobody beats Sky Jackson to Kai. Aww, so, it's pretty sweet. sweet. Matthew Healy is 32. That's the lead singer of the band, the Swift was a fan of the 1975, if I'm not mistaken. Taryn Noah Smith is 37. That's Mark from Home Improvement. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tim the Toolman Taylor. Who was your favorite uh, actress on that show? Oh, Pamela Anderson. The first Tool Time girl. Man, nothing better. Pam Anderson on Tool Time. Do you remember Tim, the Toolman Taylor's co-host? Al Borland. Boom! There you go. What was Tim's wife's name? Uh, Jill. Wow, you're pretty good. And yeah. the three boys? Uh, I wouldn't remember that. It's Brad, Mark, and... Oh my gosh, Taylor. Brad, was he, Was it? No, that was Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Thomas. What was his name on the show? Danny? No, it wasn't Danny. No? No. It wasn't John? That. What, what was it? That's going to bother you now. Mark, Brad, Brad and Benny. No, I don't think not it was Benny. Benny. Not Benny? Mm-mm. Somebody tell me on social media. You can tweet me, Brandon, on BBITM. It was it was the middle kid, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Yes. He was on the cover of all like the Tiger Beats Everyone and stuff like that. Everyone was in love with him. Yeah. What was his name? Okay. Anyway, somebody okay. can tell us that. Let's see. Uh, Taylor Kitched is 40. That's... Uh, Tim Riggins on Friday Night Lights and Gambit in the Wolverine X-Men movie. Robin Wright is 55. That's Jenny and Forrest Gump and Claire Underwood on House of Cards. John Snyder is 61, the original Bo Duke on the Dukes of Hazard. That's who I wanted to be when I was a kid. I wanted to be Bo Duke.
Just a good old boy. I was the blonde one. Never meaning no harm. My cousin Dustin was Luke Duke. He was Daisy. You never saw My sister. With since the day they was born. Straightening the curve. Still be Boduke. You could, yeah. You could be Roscoe P. Coltrane. Thank you. <laughs> Baby Cooter. Thanks. Uh, and happy birthday today to Biz Marquis, who is 57. You, you got what I need. But. But you say he's just a friend. You say he's just a friend. Oh, baby, you. You got what I need. sitting there thinking that you could have sang this song. It's pretty easy to remember the words. So I took blah blah's word for it at this time. I thought just having a part couldn't be no crime. Cause I have Hey Biz, can you go back and give me that hook one more time? You got what I need. But you say he's just a friend. Happy birthday goes out to my good friend Biz Marquis, who turns 57 today. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, good morning. Thanks for having us on today. It's going to be beautiful across the state of Arkansas in the northern part of the state, sunny and around 68, low 70s possibly, and in central Arkansas and southeast Arkansas, sunshine and mid-70s. I'll take it. So enjoy that. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry, well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas. This is Country Music News on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. So I'm super pumped about the concert announcement because I get my second vaccine today. And it means that all of a sudden I'll feel much better about going out in public and Mm -hmm. doing things, going to events, including concerts. And y'all, there is a huge concert coming up in Arkansas as Eric Church is going back out on tour. And he's going to be in North Little Rock at Simmons Bank Arena coming up next year, March the 26th. Tickets go on sale on Friday, May the 7th. Get ready for Eric Church live in concert in the round. Music is back as Eric Church gets us to gather again. Summer, you learn the hard way. Summer, you read on a page. Summer, comes from heartbreak. Here's the official announcement from the chief himself. Hey everybody, Eric Church here. When I talked to you back in February, I told you that a North American tour was coming, but we were still waiting on the right time to release the details. I'm excited to share that the time is now. I'm happy to announce the Gather Again Tour, coming to a city near you. I cannot wait to get back on the road and play live music for good friends. And as always, Church Choir will have the first opportunity to buy tickets. Tickets will go on sale to everyone next month. For more information on cities, dates, and how to register for the church choir, go to ericchurch.com. Can't wait to see you. Cannot wait to see you. Cannot wait to see you on the Gather Again Tour. It's going to be awesome. Again, it's coming up. It's going to be on March the 26th of next year. Eric Church, live. Talladega, we could go through so many of these songs. This is my home. The 
this is the one show that Kelly said she wants to go see when the pandemic's over. And literally, it's the one we get. And of course, the most recent hits. This ain't for everybody. Toes hanging off the lips. Like we got nothing to lose. Simmons Beck Arena has more. Ain't always heaven, baby. This living on the edge. You holding me, holding you. It's a hell of a view. Get ready. Eric Church coming to Arkansas. Blake Shelton is celebrating the 20th anniversary of his first number one hit, Austin. If you're calling about the car I sold it, if this is Tuesday night, I'm bowling. If you got something to sell, you're wasting your time. I'm not buying. So he was asked what advice he'd give to his younger self, and he quickly said, I would have told that kid, hey man, the mullet's not as cool as you think it is. <laughs> now he did go on to admit that he and the mullet should not have burned the candle at both ends back then. He said that I would have told myself to get more rest. When I started, I was 24 and I lived life to the max. It's probably why I ran out of battery so soon. Now he's only 44, but he says he's already in the old man mo- mode. He said, these days, I'm just kind of a slow slug. Luckily, I got the job on The Voice, and I get to sit in the big red chair most of the time for a living. And then uh, also, this is going to be really cool. He's going to be performing a mashup of his hit, Austin, with his new song, Minimum Wage, at the ACM. So I'm sure that'll be real cool. There you go. Hey, there's news out on the Zach Brown Band. Lots of fans of the ZBB. Keep me in mind. Somewhere down the road, you might get lonely. They made the announcement yesterday that they're going... Uh, to be doing a live stream event that's going to be coming up on May the 8th. Here's Zach Brown. Hey, it's Zach Brown from Zach Brown Band. I'm so excited to invite you to special Zach Brown Band live streaming performance. It's been a long time since we took the stage, and we think it's about time we bring family friends together for the first time ever. We'll be performing live from our studio in Nashville, Tennessee. Join us for the main event and a special encore set where we'll be answering fan questions. Get tickets and exclusive packages at sessionslive.com slash Zach Brown Band. So get ready. That event's happening on May the 8th. And a little bit of chicken fried. Cold beer on a Friday night. A pair of jeans that fits just right. And the radio. What else you got? So I have some country music news on Nelly. Huh? <laughs> so this year, in the year 2021, we're going to see Nelly release his seventh studio album called Heartland. And it's a look into Nelly's interest in country music. So what in the world inspired Nelly to get into country? Nelly says that his uncle was a huge Lionel Richie fan who showed him in detail this huge catalog of songs that Lionel had written. Well, among those songs, he's written for Kenny Rogers. So he started getting into Kenny Rogers stuff. Then he started going through um, George Strait catalog, Hank Williams Jr.'s catalog, Garth Brooks, Shania Twain. And he said it was over after that. Now, all of this makes sense because Nelly's super familiar with country. Of course, his first crossover hit duet with Tim McGraw over and over. He also teamed with Florida Georgia Line. Hey, 
It's good stuff right there, too. And he also teamed up with Kane Brown on the Cool Again remix. Nelly and country music. I like the idea. We'll see something soon this year. There you go. That's your country music news on Arkansas's Morning Show. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right. So we were talking about uh, one of the kids from Home Improvement. He had a birthday today, Taryn Noah Smith. Mm -hmm. And he played, which one did he play? Uh, Was it? Mark? Was he Mark? Mark. So he was Mark on Home Improvement. And then I remembered that Zachary Ty Bryan played Brad. Brad, yes. And then the question was, like Jonathan Taylor Thomas, he was the most famous uh-huh. and, and like the heartthrob of the three boys on Home Improvement. What was his character's name? We couldn't think about it. And uh, Jessica Harris has sent me a tweet. And she says the kids' names were Brad, Randy, and Mark. Randy. Randy. So that's what it was. Didn't Randy. you say Denny or something like that? Well, I knew it. <laughs> Frank or something. I didn't like think that. De- I didn't know if Denny sounded right. But Benny, Denny. Yeah. So Brandy. thanks to Jessica. You can always go and tweet at us during the show, Brandon on BBITM or tweet Kelly. I'm Kelly on BBITM. Always love hearing from you guys. And uh, I have a throwback and it's kind of odd <clears throat> that we have a home improvement birthday today because I guess it only makes sense that I go back with a memory from, uh, I did an event with Zachary Ty Bryan. What? Yeah. So I was in Louisville and uh, there was like a convention, like a kid's fest. And I represented the television station in Louisville WDRB because I was on the wrestling show up there. And the other person you could have gone to see at the event was the kid from Home Improvement. So you had me or the home improvement kid. Y'all, I wouldn't even go see me in that situation. That's tough. But uh, I have the 8 by 10 that I was signing. So you have the Zachary Ty Bryan guy, right? And people are freaking out because he's on television. This is the 90s. This is like peak home improvement. And then you have me, who's famous from being on the television show and wrestling at the Louisville Gardens. And this is the picture that I was autographing. Brandon. Oh, my goodness. What One, are you wearing? Well, I have a... You look like a vampire. Well, I kind of look a little bit like... Um, like a Chippendales dancer. Are you being, going to a boxing match? No, that, I'm wearing a jacket with tails on it, but I have it pulled off of my shoulder, much oh. like any attractive female would have done in the 90s. Right. She would have shown her shoulder. Which is basically just a bone. Like, I don't even have any shoulder meat. I'm just showing shoulder bone. <laughs> but I'll post that That's as a throwback a today. One. Because that this is my experience with Taryn Noah Smith from Home Improvement. Uh, let's do this. Brandon Baxter in the Morning presents Today in Pop Culture. All right, today is April the 8th, and today in pop culture in 1975, Aerosmith put out their third studio album. The album was called Toys in the Attic. It featured a couple of really massive Aerosmith hits. Feature that one, and this one was on it, too. Aerosmith in 75. Today in pop culture in 1980, Kenny Rogers had a television show that premiered on CBS. And it's weird because I'm like three or four years old, but I can remember my grandmother loving Kenny Rogers, loving The Gambler, 
and loving this TV show. You got to know when to hold up, know when to fold up, know when to walk away. That was in 1980. Today in pop culture in 1989, Roxette hit number one with this song. That was 1989. Today in pop culture in 2007, Tim McGraw was number one on the album chart with his album, Let It Go. He had a couple of big hits off of that one. Well, I'm laying down my gun. I'm hanging up my boots. I'm up here with God and we're both watching over you. You remember this song? Oh. So lay down. Called if you're reading this. This one's a little more upbeat. It was on the same album. And one, two, three, like a bird I sing. Cause you've given me the most beautiful set of wings. And I'm so glad you're here today. Cause tomorrow I might have to go and fly away. Fly away. That was 2007. Today in pop culture in 2008, Carrie Underwood released her third single from her studio album called Carnival Ride. The third single was this one. That could be a problem. Yeah, definitely. Gosh. Yeah, me too. Come on, here's Carrie. And I don't even know his last name. Oh, my mama would be so ashamed. It started off, hey, cutie, where you from? And then it turned into, oh, no, what am I done? And I don't even know his last name. released in 2008. Today is April the 8th, and that is Today in Pop Culture. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, Thursday morning has arrived. Thanks for having us on today. Beautiful today across Arkansas. If you're in the northern part of the state looking for sunshine, highs in the upper 60s, approaching 70. If you're in central Arkansas or southeastern Arkansas, we're talking sunshine and maybe even mid-70s for you guys. So enjoy the day today. Sometimes I go down rabbit holes on YouTube and we talk about that and I start watching random things I had no idea I had interest in. Mm-hmm. I do the same thing on different websites. I'll see a link and I'll be like, oh, let me see what this this Reddit thing is about. Or let me see what BuzzFeed says about this. And I'll go through and people are all contributing different ideas and thoughts. And I'm like, wait, wait a minute. I can feel that. I live that. <laughs> I was reading this thing. It was talking about teenagers that were born, uh, you know, sometime in the early 2000s. And they look at things that we did, Kelly, when we were teens and think we're crazy. They just don't understand it. They don't understand why we did the things that we did. And as I was going through this deal, I'm like, oh my gosh, these people's responses were awesome. So I wrote a few of them down. Okay. 
And I want to give you things that people our age, parents, did that today's teenagers just don't get. Okay. Okay? You're going to feel these. I'm just going to warn you. We, the parents, the people a little older than the teens, used to record songs off of the radio using a cassette tape. Done. Yes. That was one of my favorite things to do. Yeah, and then you would get start getting really good at it, and you could tell that you had become such a good recorder, like from your first cassette to the your end. Like I got really good at it. Yeah, so you would hold down typically record and play. Yeah, and then pause, and then when the song that you like came on the radio, you would unpause it mm-hmm. and it would record. And if you maybe unpause it too early, you would rewind it, get it set again, and get ready to start over. And our kids look at us like, what? Like if I showed Kaya cassette tape. I'm not sure what he would think uh-huh, about it. I know. I might even do that today. Like, hey, Kai, what's this? Dude, I have no idea because I don't think he would know. I bet he's never seen one. Wow. And he's going to be 12 this year. Uh, they say that today's teens will never understand what it was like for us to have to try to untangle a phone cord. That's true. <laughs> you remember how they get all wrapped up? And then you could you could let it hang by the receiver and it would unwind itself. You just let it spin. I forgot about that. Yeah. I should do that with my headphones. The weird thing is, like, the closest thing to a telephone cord we have are the cords to these headphones, yeah. these studio headphones mm-hmm. that we use. Uh, they say that today's teens will never understand what it was like to have to remove the ball from a mouse at the bottom oh. and have to try to clean out dust from beneath it. Right, no. They just don't see that because they don't use it. Uh, they say that today's teens will never understand what it was like to call a phone number and just ask if somebody was there. Oh, my goodness, Yeah. We used to do that. Uh Typically, the parent would answer the phone, and I'd be like, hey, is Kelly around? Right. But I was always nervous if it was the dad. (laughs) Like, if it was the mom, it was okay. Hmm. And let's be honest, if I'm going to be really honest. And we want you to. There weren't many times I ever called a girl. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I guess that's why note passing was so popular. You couldn't text back then. Mm Mm-hmm. So if you wanted to say things not verbally, I guess that's what you had to do. Write a note. Write a note or maybe type up a little letter or something on your typewriter. Ow. That sounds bad, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, today's teens will never understand what it was like to have to get off the phone so somebody else could use the internet. Oh my goodness. Do you remember that? Yes. Or when somebody would call and knock you off the internet? Yep. I can't believe they call! Mm-hmm. Somebody's calling! That was bad. Again, these are all things that today's teens will not understand things that we did as teens. Uh, they say that uh, today's teens will never understand why we used to have to call a phone number to get the time and temperature. <laughs> yep. What was the time and temp number? Do you remember it? 870-238. So you do? Well, I don't remember it all the way. But you could. Yeah. See, to me, it was like a four or five digit number in Texas, I think. Uh, today's teens will never understand what it was like to stop at a gas station and ask for directions. Because the directions are right there in their pocket all the time. They say today's teens will never remember or understand what it was like to have to turn to Channel 3 to play a video yep. game or fire up your VHS recorder. I remember that. Put it on Channel 3. Mm-hmm. Or what about even older than that when you had to, the UHF and the VHF channels? Oh, had, yeah. Like back way back, <clears throat> we had two knobs on the TV. One was for like the broadcast channels and one was for the higher channels. That's- Oh, my goodness. And today's teens will never understand the joy of scramble vision. What are you talking about? What do you mean? What's scramble vision? If you know, you know. And most of you who know are probably dudes. (laughs) 
All right. Is that weird? <laughs> is that awkward? I mean, not for me. Should I be done? Well, I think you should I be. I think I'm going to be done right there. <laughs> Brandon Baxter in the morning. You know how a lot of girls love watching fashion tutorials and makeup tutorials and here's how you do this and yeah. all that kind of stuff? Mm-hmm. It's pretty normal. Like, that's a girl thing to yeah. do, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, does your, does your daughter watch that kind of stuff? Uh, yeah, especially with makeup stuff. You watch that kind of stuff? Mostly. I don't a lot, but if I do, it's probably going to be on some type of house cleaning trick mm-hmm. or makeup. Okay. So that's cool with girls watching that. Yeah. Why is it that when I was trying to watch fashion on YouTube, my wife looked at me like I was being weird? Well, I'd have to hear what the actual video said. No, it wasn't. Okay. First of all, I wasn't watching girl fashion. Okay. I am one of the random dudes out there who started doing on YouTube men's fashion 2020 because I wanted to see what men in 2020 are wearing. Like from last year? Oh, I meant 2021. Jeez. You <laughs> <laughs> man, you're already losing. <laughs> I'm already trying to be behind. But I wanted to be at the cutting end of fashion, the cutting edge of fashion. Yeah. Right? Because... Sometimes if I go back and I look at my stuff, I'm always a little behind the trend, mm-hmm. like a lot. Like the time when y'all told me, you and your, my wife told me to wear the skinny jeans, and then after six months of me wearing them everywhere <laughs> I went, y'all said it wasn't a good look on me. Well, it was just because how you were tucking them into your high top converse. Which you guys told me to do that. No. No, you did you did. You we told were like, me. quit making it look so uniform. Like you were trying to make it look right. absolutely perfect and you just have to just wear it normally. So then you told me, because I remember, don't make it uniform. Why don't you have one that's tucked in and one that's not? So I did that for a while. <laughs> and I did that with boots. I got combat boots at one point. This is 2015, oh, y'all. Wait. Kelly just got here. I had my <laughs> affliction shirts. No, this is a true story and you'll remember the face. Affliction shirts. I was kind of chubby at that point. A little more chubby. <laughs> And had affliction on, which is always good when you're chubby. And then uh, I had Nothing says I work out like being chubby and wearing an affliction shirt. (laughs) And then I had uh, my combat boots because that says I'm tough too. And I had uh, one of my my boots, like my pants were all the way down to my foot. And the other one, it was a little bit half tucked. Looked like it was an accident tuck, but it was really intentional. But what's funny is it didn't look like an accidental tuck it looked like you had really gone in and like folded and tucked it in to look a certain way it was tight rolled (laughs) so that's why i was like i'm gonna look at some fashion because i had some time and i was going through different stuff and like what i find is these guys who are really buff and good looking Mm -hmm. and i'm like oh let's see what they wear because that's really gonna look good on me so what were you finding anything specific that maybe is not in your uh, closet? No, it's all stuff I have, but it looks better on other people. <laughs> <laughs> Do you hate it when that happens? <laughs> yeah, it's like those rompers. Yeah. They look, they look so cute on the girls that wear them, but then when I put them on, I'm like, Mm-mm. Yeah, you look like a stomper. No. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Something. So I'm over here like, this guy's literally wearing <laughs> jeans, shoes, and a V-neck. If I wear that, I look lazy and boring. <laughs> this guy looks like he's walking down, you know, Hollywood Boulevard. Right. What is it? Is that why you, you upped your game a little bit today? Maybe. You, y'all, you he came in today in a V-neck. Well, and it's kind of like that half button up black you shirt like you wear for, um, for when you dress up. Yeah, this is, this is almost middle of my chest, too. Oh, the, the button down. Yeah. And then you see that? He's got his necklace that hangs necklace. down into his uh, V-neck. Yeah. Because nothing says 2021 
Go ahead. Go ahead. Fire away. You and my wife. Go ahead no, and just be mean to me all day. No. Go ahead. No. Why don't we call your wife? No. She's not in a good mood today. We've already had it out. <laughs> Y'all, we are so real. No, legit. <laughs> that is 100% That is real. real. I'm not going to lie. Why would I lie about it? You don't need I to change a- your fashion, though, is what, no, what, what I do. I'm saying. I'm sick of wearing the same stuff. You do this every few I months. And that. you go back to what you're wearing. It's fine. Just just wear what you wear and that. rock it. No, I don't want Rock that necklace right now. Rock yeah, There's it. nothing wrong with the necklace. It's there's the rest nothing. of me that there's something wrong with. She's a walking, talking encyclopedia. Here's Kelly Perry's Did You Know on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. Did you know Princess Diana and Prince Charles only had been together in person 13 times before their wedding day in 1981? Weird. That is crazy. Yes. That sounds like somebody else I know. Uh, did you know Julia Louis, Julia, I never say her name right, Julia Louis-Dreyfus was offered the part of Mia in Pulp Fiction, but she turned it down because of commit, commitments to Seinfeld. Other actresses who were considered were Jennifer Aniston, Joan Cusack, Laura Dern, Bridget Fonda, Melanie Griffith, Daryl Hannah, Michelle Pfeiffer, and Meg Ryan before it eventually went to Uma Thurman. Ooh, that's weird. That yeah. was a big movie, but it, I think probably Julia Louis-Dreyfus probably made the right I decision. I think she did, too. Hey, stick with Seinfeld. Right. And did you know Sour Patch Kids are called Very Bad Kids in France? No, they're not. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Kai loves those things. I know. He loves Very Bad Kids. <laughs> and if you didn't know, now you know. So, Kelly, being Kelly, is arguing with me this morning mm-hmm. about Jessica Andrews and telling me that Jessica Andrews is not really from Cross County. I think that was some type of rumor that got started a long time ago because I have searched and Googled that a million times. Have you ever actually seen it? Yeah, I was told that by somebody. I can't remember who. You say it every time, and I look at you like, I don't think she is because I lived there. And yeah, I did not know her. That doesn't mean that you know everyone who lives in the city. Well, that's true. Kelly, here's the issue. Let's just be, can we be very brutally honest? If it has to do with me, sure, Brandon. You are one of the world's <laughs> worst Googlers. I know, I am. I mean, she doesn't understand Google. Y'all, I'll just ask him a simple question and he'll just look up and go, do you have Google? Rude. No, I say it better than that. I'll say, hey, um, do you have Google on your computer? Yeah, you say it in a more smart way. (laughs) (laughs) And when I throw in on your computer, Uh it sounds even worse. Uh So anytime somebody asks you something that is as simple as one search away, just ask them in a very smart tone. Uh Hey, uh, do you have Google on your computer? Y'all. You'll get slapped. (laughs) (laughs) But it is so funny to do it. Anyway. Jessica Andrews from Wynn, Arkansas. Okay. I think she is. (laughs) Brandon Baxter in the morning. I have my best friend on the phone with me this morning. He is, he's 11 years old. Good morning, Kai, man. Morning. How are you? Kai. 11. How are you this morning? Oh, hi, Kai. Oh, hey. (laughs) Kelly says hi. Kai says 11. (laughs) He didn't hear me. (laughs) I thought you said, how old are you? Oh. How are you this morning? Good. How are you? Doing all right. What have you been doing today? Nothing. That's good. <laughs> what time did you wake up today? 
Uh, let's see, seven fifty. Seven fifty. It's pretty early. Have you had breakfast yet? No. Yeah, I had some <laughs> questions for you. What are you giggling about? I don't know. You've been messing with the dogs already this morning. No. No. Are you being nice for your mom? Uh, yeah. You know, he's an angel. For the most part. Did you realize he is an part. angel? Well, he is partly your child, yeah. so uh, I'm going to say I'm sure that that's the side he gets it from. Full-on angel, right, yeah. Kai? Well, well, not you, but oh. probably not you. I don't get the angel from you. Yeah. Well, you sure don't get it from your mother. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. <laughs> is she is she anywhere near you right now? Uh, no, Brandon, you are playing with no, fire. no. Don't get her. Don't. Wait, I don't want... Yeah, she's right there. She's listening. <laughs> she's listening. She's nervous because you're live on the radio. That's why she's nervous. <laughs> hey, tell Kelly. Tell Kelly what you say every time I pick you up from Mima's house and your mom's walking back up the sidewalk. Mm-mm. Tell Kelly what you say. Junking your trunk. <laughs> Junking your trunk. <laughs> you are a. Oh my gosh. <laughs> You know what else he says? <laughs> Leslie, change the locks on your dad. doors. You did not learn that from me. A hundred percent he learned it from 100%. you. You want to know another one he learned from me? See if he'll sing with this one, Kai. Upstanding father, let me tell you. Yeah. I found That's you, true. Miss New Booty. Get it together. Okay, stop. Is it true he calls your mom Miss New Booty? Um, what would you? Sometimes. What? No, sometimes. never mind. I was gonna say, what would you call your mom? But don't, maybe I don't we think you do should that. ask that. You don't think I should do no, that? No, no, because we're live on the mm-hmm. radio. Hey, Kai, today is a very big day in your life. Did you know that? Uh, no, it's not your birthday, but it is a big birthday of somebody you're a really big fan of. Who? Well, let me give you one hint. It's not Jesse's birthday, but from the TV show, Jesse, who is your absolute favorite female? Oh, Can you stop? No, go ahead. Hey, just say it and be proud, Kai. Sky Jackson. Yeah. Sky Jackson. Boom. Yes. She's she's 19 years old today, Kai. Well, you should send okay. her a video message. No, I'm good. <laughs> no, go ahead and wish her a happy birthday. She's listening right now. Sounded like you. No, she's not. Yeah, she's listening. We sent her a link. To the live stream, so go ahead and tell her something. Stop lying. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it easy to tell when your dad's lying? Yeah, very uh-huh. easy. Yeah. I can tell by the way he talks. I know. Hey, Kai, tell her happy birthday. Happy birthday. Now let's sing happy birthday to Sky Jackson, okay? Oh, gosh. What? Okay. All right. Okay, you go first. Okay. Happy birthday, birthday to you. Kai, you're not going. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Sky. Happy birthday to you. I bet that'll be our favorite thing all day. Hey, Kai, let's do, let's play our game and then, because uh, then I have to go, okay? Game. Okay. Yeah, our game. Our game of who's prettier. Do all dads <laughs> this play is, this, this is game? such a Brandon Baxter game. Do all, got, do all dads play this game with their kids? I don't think as much, they don't have as much fun as you do. Okay. But. Yeah. Y'all need to take a lesson from me and have mm-hmm. fun with your kid. Yeah. You only have a kid once. All right, wow. Kai. Let's go through what? and see if Sky Jackson is your prettiest girl, okay? Okay. Who's prettier to Kai? 
Is it Sky Jackson or Emma Ross? Scott, uh, Sky Jackson. Sky Jackson. Yeah. Is it Sky Jackson or No Good Nick? Sky Jackson. Is it Sky Jackson or Olivia Rodrigo, who was Paige on Ooh. Bizarre Vark? Ooh. No, Sky Jackson. Is it? Is it? <laughs> Is it Sky Jackson or Teddy Duncan? Uh, Sky Jackson. Is it oh. is it Sky Jackson or Selena Gomez? What kind of is that? Sky Jackson. Is it is it <laughs> is it Sky Jackson or Ariana Grande? Sky Jackson. Is it Sky Jackson or your mother? Don't. Kai, answer good. <laughs> Say your mom. <laughs> I'm right. <laughs> mom. There you go. Uh, can I tell the truth? Is it mom? Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, in, in, in that game, there is nobody who beats Sky Jackson. I get it. The perfect well, my couple- mom does. Oh, okay. that's sweet. Mom, Kyle. can I have some Robux? <laughs> that's what's coming next. <laughs> mom, you're pretty. Robux? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Kai, I love you. Love you. I love you too, Kai. Love you. All right. Tell Sky you love her. What? Tell Sky Jackson you love her, too. Okay. Bye. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So for the last six years, every time I have mentioned that Jessica Andrews is from Wynn, Arkansas, Kelly told me I was wrong. Right? Or I would nonchalantly say... I just really don't think she's from there because when I lived there, I didn't know her. (laughs) Because literally, at one point, Kelly knew every single person, every human in the city of Wynn. Wynn is a small city. Kelly? We all know each other. Jessica Andrews was... Was born in 1983. You were six. And I also did not live in Wynn. Okay. So that that could explain it. So Jessica Andrews, and the reason we are even talking about Jessica today is because her song, Who I Am, was number one on this day 20 years ago. I am Rosemary's granddaughter, in the of my So even though people will come to us, like Audrey, mm-hmm. who said a few minutes ago, hey, I just found this information. It says that Jessica Andrews is from when? Mm-hmm. Kelly still denies it. She still doesn't believe it. Audrey went out and found the information. It's not Audrey, I don't believe. Audrey's trying to help. I just don't believe where she found it. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm told that we have somebody from Cross County on oh, the phone. Oh, no. No, that's what, I'm, that's what I've been told. <laughs> oh. uh, and I think we should go to the phones and see what they have to say, because this is either probably confirmation or a complete <laughs> denial, and one of us is going to be right oh. at the end of this. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Hey, good morning. Who's this? This is Brent McFadden. Kelly knows me. We were hey. Wynn. Yeah, I'm calling about Jessica. She is from Wynn. Her uncle, Donald, used to be a customer of mine. Really? And yeah, yeah. Donald Andrews. Uh, he's got some boys that uh, they may be a little younger than you. Uh, I can't remember how they are, but <clears throat> anyway. Yeah, she is from Wynn, and she was she was pretty big time there for a little while, I guess. Uh, I watched some videos on her, but she used to babysit for Tim McGraw and Faith and people like that all the time while she was out there, you know, trying to get famous and all. That is awesome. Uh, 
No, so here's the deal that's interesting is Kelly has told me this is false information for the last six years, and you're calling to tell me that so it's thanks true. a lot, Brett. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. But seriously, we've like surely there's somebody that knows. Yeah, that is so it was cool. Pretty cool. Look at Brett giving us all this information. Now we got to get a hold of Jessica. We I really, know. Hey, when you need the win info, just call me because <laughs> if I don't know, I can find somebody that does. I, I love it. Thanks a lot. Good to hear from you. You too. Uh, bye-bye. Brandon, back here in the morning. Hey, don't forget the show via podcast. You can go back and listen to everything that happened today, including me being proven right about Jessica Andrews being from Wynn. Uh, we got proved that here a few minutes ago. <laughs> anyway, all that on the Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast available wherever you get podcasts. Kelly Perry, what's on TV tonight? The series premiere of Rebel uh, that's starring Katie Seagal uh, as a legal advocate without a law degree. You like her, right? Yeah, she was the mom and married with children. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Let's see. Tonight's schedule also includes Walker, Manifest, Station 19, Legacies, Grey's Anatomy, Law and Order, SVU and Clarice and Law and Order Organized Crime. Hope you guys have a great day and we'll talk to you back here tomorrow morning on Brandon Baxter in the morning.